He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on the Hill Country Patriot on a Thursday. And uh, got a great program lined up for you. Looking for the lights to flash from from our good friend Jody Gould. But I'm not seeing the lights flashing. Jody, if you're listening and you're not able to get through the phone, because I think I may have had a phone issue yesterday, send me a text if you're calling but can't get through. Uh, I'd appreciate that. We got a lot of things on your calendar today, um, and so I want to start with that. If it gets interrupted by Jody, then we'll do the calendar at the end of the show. So what we have uh, going on tonight? First of all, there is uh, tonight there is a um, a candidate forum, I do believe. Um, for the, and let me see, uh, the Republican uh, Club is having a candidate forum tonight for city council candidates. Um, I, boy, I'm not looking for, uh, here we go, city council for, yes, it is tonight. It's St. Joseph's Hall um, at 7 o'clock. Um, and so they're, uh, they have uh, sent out questions, and uh, there's a whole list of questions uh, for that uh, um the city councils. All right, so there we go. Neither phone is working. All right, so I don't know what to tell you, Jody, um, but uh, I'll give you a. We'll give you a good uh, a live read here later on in the program. Um, so we um, the um, tonight at seven, the uh, city council uh, candidates in Fredericksburg and. Um, I, uh, they they sent out questions, pre-questions, and uh, on that is one of the, I think one of the best trick questions I have ever seen written for a, uh, uh, a candidate forum. So my hat's off to the question writers uh, for that uh, absolutely best trick question in a candidate forum. I think it was a question uh, designed to... Um, get them to uh, slip the truth out by accident um, and uh, I'm gonna uh, unf- I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that to the end of the show if you received those from the um, uh, Gillespie County Republican Club then uh, you can look through those questions and see which one you think is the best trick question ever written for a candidate forum so what else do we have on the calendar if you go to the Matt Long show, Everything um, I have, uh, everything that, um, everything that, if I'm losing track, I'm so concerned about my phones. Um, Everything I announce on uh, here on the announcements and for upcoming events, you can find it, nearly all of it, at uh, Matt's calendar on the Matt Long Show. Some of it I get a little too late to get up there. Um, but uh, tonight at 7 o'clock um, at St. Joseph's Hall, uh, Fredericksburg City Council meeting. Tomorrow night, and we had uh, Pastor um, uh, uh, yesterday from Trinity Church on telling us about the Keith and Kristen Getty um, concert on Friday night. That's tomorrow night. 
And uh, then we have, um, I have one more, and I am pulling it up. It is here in my texts because I got it this morning, and so I need to pull up a text um, that's really weird. It's uh, the text is, is uh, the, my text disappeared. Um, there is an event um, this, uh, in Johnson City. And I apologize for, I just thought I was going to be able to get right to it um, on, um, maybe it's here. Here we go. Here it is. It's in an email. Thank you. Man, one of those mornings. Um, It is a council, a candidate. Here we go. Ah, empowering young conservatives in Johnson City. Um, This is Tuesday, March 28th. This coming Tuesday from 6 to 8 o'clock. At the the Lumberyard in Johnson City, Proof and Cooper at the Lumberyard in Johnson City. Um, It says, are your daughters, sisters, cousins, friends feeling lost in today's society as they try to express their opinions Um, as a conservative? Bring them to a special evening sharing insights and suggestions that rung Republican women and men sponsored by the Blanco County Republican Women, so they've got some uh, great um, uh, folks showing up there. Jacqueline Hall is going to be there. Victoria Cox, uh, we all know Jacqueline Hall from locally. S- uh, Stephanie Fisher, um, all kinds of people. Let's see who else is in the forum there. Um, Heath Bell, there's a good Gillespie County young Republican. I saw him at the Capitol um, on Tuesday. It's always good to see young Republicans at the Capitol doing what they should be doing. So um, that is the date again for Empowering Young Conservatives is Tuesday, March 28th at 6 o'clock. All right, uh, Convention of States Day, Monday at the Capitol. Um, details at mattlongshow.com. Uh, uh, Biblical Citizenship Class, Tuesday. Emergencies in the Hill Country on Tuesdays as well. Again, that is a class being offered at the Dietert Center, and um, that is uh, that is the calendar. Sorry for being a little discombobulated. Um, so uh, let's uh, go with a little bit, um, a little bit of uh, poor Richard. We've got uh, some words of wisdom from Ben Franklin from 1742, um, and uh, it says, "Speak and speed." The closed mouth catches no flies. He says, uh, say what you need to say, show up. Uh, Say what you need to say, and then shut up. Close your mouth, because the closed mouth catches no flies. All right, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we will be right back. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. The Hill Country Patriot.
All right. Thank you for your patience there. We got jacked up uh, phones here this morning. Let me see. I got all the... Yeah, we got jacked up phones here this morning. I am very, 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 very bummed that Riley Gaines could not get through, and I couldn't figure out how to get out. Um, uh, let's see. Um, all right. Uh, it says, uh, let, me, let me just quickly send no phones this morning to no phones this morning to Riley Gaines, and there we go. So sorry. Um, so anyway, let's get going back. Um, the um, Monday, 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 got a committee notice last night that Mondays, uh, that um, uh, there is a hearing on Monday that has to do with the gender modification uh, in uh, minors and in children. And so on your calendar, um, the um, on your calendar, if there is any way that you can get to the Capitol on Monday and uh, get signed in in the House, in the Public Health Committee, and listen, you will not need to go into the Capitol for this hearing. This uh, hearing is going to take place at what is called the John H. Reagan, um, John H. Reagan Building, and it is um, that is northwest corner of the Capitol. I call it the campus. Um, don't confuse that with UT, um, but uh, the Capitol grounds, the northwest corner. So when you go tomorrow or Monday to um, testify uh, to help prevent uh, children from uh, going through the gender transition um, process, then you need to show up. I would suggest getting there by 7. That worked really well for me this week. Listen, I, I've been doing this 8 or 10 years, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, 10 years ago, I had no idea. I was wandering around the Capitol. And listen, there were not many people out there on the conservative side 10 years ago doing what we're doing now. And, and it was just, there were very, very few people. Um, it was a small handful. And so in the intervening 10 years, um, that has grown. Our grassroots, and I heard someone say this the other day, the conservative grassroots engagement at the Capitol is absolutely amazing and growing. We are so proud of you. We are still being outnumbered. We are still being outnumbered, and uh, so we still need more people to show up there. Um, and so this uh, hearing on Monday is going to be in the public health um, and in the public health committee hearing. The bill they're going to be hearing is uh, House Bill 1686 by Oliverson, and it it has a companion bill that is identical to SB 14. So if you went to the Capitol last week to testify on Senate Bill 14, or maybe it was, I'm sorry, it was the week before, it was two weeks before, then that was great. You went for that one, but there quite there weren't that many people from the Hill Country. So my assumption was that, well, there's going to be there's two of these hearings, right? There's always one in the Senate and one in the House, and so I'm assuming that everybody was saving their energy and their time for this coming Monday. So I'll be at the Capitol on Monday. Um, 
And uh, just to give you an idea of my weekend schedule, I will be uh, driving back from the Metroplex. Uh, those of you from California and Hawaii, the Metroplex is uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, so the um, I'll be uh, driving back in uh, from the Metroplex on Sunday afternoon, get home Sunday evening. I will uh, grab my suit bag um, kiss my wife goodbye and head up to the Capitol on Sunday night or head to Austin Sunday night. And I will be there Monday all day and Tuesday all day. And so if you want to um, join me at the Capitol on Monday to, uh, to watch the testimony or even testify or register on House Bill 1686, um, that would be great. On Tuesday's committees meetings um i was uh, let's see if i can come up i don't have anything listed so far yet um um for the house on tuesday nor for the senate on tuesday all right and the reason that's not there is because a lot of these uh committees well by rule they don't have to tell you about the committee meeting until uh three days before and I believe that includes the weekends. And so they could come out tomorrow and say, hey, on uh, Tuesday we're going to have all these committee hearings. So if you go to TLO right now and you're looking for committee hearings for Monday, they have House committee hearings. You've got public health. That's at 8 o'clock. Um, there are some other bills in public health you may want to register on. Um, but I can tell you what it's going to look like is that um, they will probably put House Bill 1686 to the end of the list. And it looks like they have about 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. they got 14 bills they're going to hear. Um, some of them look like they would scoot through really quick. Um, and so I would imagine that sometime... Um, in early afternoon, maybe middle afternoon, they will start hearing testimony on House Bill 1686. Now, what does that mean for you? Well, you could choose, as I have and many others have done in the past, and no, no judgment, because I did the same thing, is like, well, we know they're not going to hear that bill to the afternoon, so I don't need to be down there at the crack of dawn. I'll uh, do my radio program, drive down there afterwards, and then... Um, then I can sign in and testify. The problem is if over 200 people sign in to testify and you wait until 2 in the afternoon to go sign in and testify, guess where you are in the list. All right. Now, there's a caveat to that, <laughs> as there are to everything at the Capitol. If you haven't figured this out yet, there is uh, something, uh, everything to the Capitol. So uh, there's a caveat to everything at the Capitol. Here's the caveat on this. They don't necessarily hear the bills in order. They definitely don't do that. And they, de they don't necessarily take the um, witnesses in the order of signing up. They don't necessarily. In fact, sometimes it gets to the point where you feel like they they invite that they put at the top of the list the more important people their friends the organizations all right now i'm not talking about invited testimony i'm talking about uh, public testimony and uh, so you'll see very often you'll go wait a minute oh so and so why is he always in the first two or three well that's because 
he's well known up at the Capitol, and so they have a lot of respect for him and so or her, and they go, we're just going to put them at the top of the list. Um, th- the rest of us, uh, if you're in front of a Democrat uh, committee, um, it very often appears that they shuffle the, uh, the, those who are against the bill or on the opposite side of a bill. It seems like there could possibly be some shuffling going on in the order. I think it would be interesting to set up a rule uh, in the House as well as in the Senate that says you take the witnesses in the order they registered, period. In fact, maybe you should even have a number when you register, like number 12. You were the 12th one to sign in, and that way you'll know that, oh, they've gotten to number 8, number 9, number 10. I'd like to see a rule like that because when it puts it into the hands of the speaker, of the, I'm sorry, of the chairperson, um, they, they can do whatever they want to, and they have done whatever they want to. One of the things you'll see at the top of this for uh, the Monday hearing, um, it says the chair may limit testimony time and the number of testifying witnesses to ensure consideration of posted and pending business. And it says especially if the testimony would cause the public hearing to extend into the next calendar day. So when they got to, on uh, this past Tuesday, when they got to the bill I was there to testify on, the nasty books in the schools, they finally started that. They had gone through all the other uh, bills, and they put that one last. And um, so they finally uh, got to that one, and uh, he said, uh, well, everybody has three minutes, and we've had 81 people sign up to speak. (laughs) They do that every time. Well, not every time. So let's start doing the math. 81 people, three minutes each. Um, That is uh, 240 minutes. Is that right? Yeah, 240 minutes. How many hours is that? Um, 60. That's four times 60 is 240. So that's four hours. Now, that's three minutes. That's not counting the time between each witness. All right. So add another, make that four minutes instead of three minutes. And then consider occasional questions asked, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So this hearing could have gone into the next uh, calendar day. Now, this uh, um, committee, the Public Health Committee, uh, chaired by Stephanie Click, she has let you know she doesn't want to stay past midnight. And the number of testifying witnesses, which means you could get up there, sign up to testify, and not get called at all. Now. What does that mean? Well, Mr. Long, I might as well just stay home. That's a waste of my time. And i that's what everybody wants you to think. You know, I was up there Tuesday with uh, a number of new testifiers. And um, I was so proud of them for willing to stick around however long it took. And it was a long, frustrating day. Um, as these people got up there pretty early in the morning, signed up to testify. There were about tw- uh, 10 or 12 bills, um, and the bill that they were wanted to testify on was listed second on the agenda. And uh, so they said, great, it's going to be heard second. And I, I had to break the news to them. I had to say, 
I know you see it listed second, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be the last bill. I don't know, but I've been here a bunch of times. These were a couple of people who were actually at the Capitol for, um, I'm not going to say the very first time, but they're just getting started. In fact, I know two years ago, neither one of these two were engaged at the Capitol. So this literally was their very first uh, uh, um, session to get engaged. And so I get a text a few minutes later from one of these, and it says, Matt, you were right. That bill got moved to the end of the list. So there's a lot of things you can learn by paying attention to those who have done it before. Um, And uh, I just, uh, it, it is, history is so important. And if someone has been engaged in doing this for a long time, anything, if you decided to learn how to play tennis, right, you retired, and, and I had an uncle who retired very early, and he decided he was going to learn how to play tennis. Well, what did he do? He went out and he found a tennis teacher. He he found someone who knows how to play tennis, and he worked with that person, and they taught him how to play the game, right? He didn't go buy a racket and some balls and uh, go find a wall to hit the 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 ball up against now that may have been a part of what he did but he didn't learn tennis that way so those of you who are going up to the capital for the first time you have an amazing resource that uh, frankly that didn't exist 10 years ago you need to tap into that resource you need to tap into that resource you need to ask those who've been going and 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 get them to go with you i know we've got a gal uh, headed up today this is thursday we have a lady headed up today who's, uh, this is her first time at the Capitol to testify. I'm not going to be able to go there with her. I called her yesterday afternoon. We had a long visit, and I was so, it was like, oh, man, I want to go with you. But we've got this, <coughs> we've got this other thing that's been on the schedule. I, I no way I can go Thursday. And so we had a long talk about some of the details. And she is, uh, um, actually, I think Angela is going to accompany or be up there with her as part of the day today to help her get her feet wet. But I was real proud of Teresa for saying, yeah, I think I may be going by myself. I'm not sure who's going with me. Um, And she just said, I'm going and I'm going to testify. And it was like, wow, Teresa, Dan, you talk about not being afraid. Um, And so sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes that's what it takes. And uh, so Monday, all the way back to Monday. So I'm going to be on the road all day Sunday. The last thing I want to do is get in my truck on Sunday night and head back up to Austin. But I'll do that. I'll see you up there Monday. We can testify on 1686 together. And then uh, we have, uh, then on Tuesday, again, there are no no announcements for Tuesday, but I will stay in Austin Monday night, and uh, we will know on Monday, we will know what, uh, maybe even tomorrow, we will know what committees and what bills are going to be heard on Tuesday. But you're running out of time. If you told me, Matt, I want to get engaged, I want to do something, I, I, I want to be there, I want to get engaged, we're over halfway through the legislative session. So if you're still making excuses why you can't go up there Monday or Tuesday or why you couldn't go last week, but you really you keep telling me you want to do this, you want to get engaged, you're running out of time. In fact, it'll just be a few short weeks where there will be no point in going 
to the Capitol to testify in committee hearings because what they start doing towards the end of the session is they have committee hearings for bills that do not have a chance to get onto the floor, but they all want to say that they brought that bill to you. So you can choose. uh, It's one of those where um, you can choose to waste your time testifying, but they put this off so late that there's no chance it's going to get on the floor but uh, they're counting on a whole lot of people not knowing that so that when they run for re-election, they'll say, well, we really tried to get that bill, but there's just so much to do, and we ran out of time. And that's when you remind them of all the five-day weekends they took at the beginning of the session. Again, uh, we are going to uh, take a short break, and uh, when I come back, um, maybe we'll talk about the world's greatest trick question ever written for a candidate forum. Y'all stay tuned and I just may open that little bag up if I can get my buttons over here. He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back, and uh, you're listening to the Hill Country Patriot, your information station here in the Hill Country. That's why we call it the Hill Country Patriot. Um, 104.3, 102.1 on your FM dial. If you're driving around in your uh, pick-em-up truck here in the um, Hill Country, that even works if you're in your Tesla. Um, I'm pretty sure... You know, their stereos do go up to 11. Did you did you know that? The stereos in a Tesla do. The knobs actually go up to 11. That's not a joke from the movie. Um, so uh, anyway, um, if you're streaming, if you're listening, I got word uh, uh, recently that you got a lot, I've got uh, people up in Bell County that are streaming and listening. Um, I know we got people in the Panhandle that are streaming and listening. They've been along with us for a long time. And, of course, my mom, who um, a week from today is going to be climbing on that big jet airliner and taking off for her annual visit to uh, Northern Ireland. And uh, she always listens uh, during tea time in Northern Ireland. So um, the um, since almost since the very beginning of this program, um, Jody Gould and the Tejas Smoke Depot, Jody and Dave Gould with the Tejas Smoke Depot, um, have been a sponsor of the Matt Long Show. They have come in and said, we want to be a part of this program because we believe in you. We believe in the Fredericksburg Tea Party, and uh, we want to help support and keep you, Matt Long, on the air. And uh, so they have a great business. It is uh, the Tejas Smoke Depot. It's on the west end of Fredericksburg. And if you're uh, headed west out of Fredericksburg, you get to the Y at the end of town on Main Street and uh, shoot off to the to the left. You want to go to the left at the Y, and then a wee bit down on the left is the Tejas Smoke Depot, and they have a huge selection of fine cigars, a great walk-in humidor. They have uh, great pipe tobaccos. They have snuff. They have roll-your-own tobaccos. They have CBD products, I'm pretty sure. And uh, so they are um, they great folks to do business with. They also have snacks and drinks and newspaper and, 
and ho-hos, ding-dongs, and uh, not only do they have some high-end cigars, they have some lower-end sticks as well. Uh, they'll help you blend your pipe tobacco if you want. And if you want to quit smoking, they even have some they even have some of those puffer things that can help you off of the cigarettes. So <clears throat> full service place. Every week they have a, a phrase that pays. And uh, if you go in and say the phrase that pays, that will give you a discount for that purchase as well as get your name in the hat for a monthly drawing. And so the phrase that pays this week is shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you land among the stars. Shoot for the moon. I'll bet you if you go in there and say shoot for the moon, they'll give you a discount. Even if you miss, you land among the stars. And then Jody added some other really awesome news down here. Congratulations. You're going to have to go in and ask Jody what that great news is. Um, so that is um, that is uh, great news, Jody. Congratulations. And, uh, again, thank you to the Tejas Smoke Depot for, um, for, for sponsoring this program and being a part of the Hill Country Patriot as well as part of the, part of the Matt Long Show and the Fredericksburg Tea Party. All right, there you go. Um, the greatest trick question ever written. Um, the um, the uh, Republicans uh, uh, in in Gillespie County um, are having a uh, a a candidate forum tonight, and they pre they sent the candidates uh, a number of questions. Um, they sent them, I believe, 10 questions, and then they just posted this. I got, uh, I think you can get the answer at Gillespie County GOP. I'm trying to pull up, you know, when one thing doesn't go right, <laughs> then everything else seems to fall apart. I guess that's a part of being a pro in this business is you just have to go with the flow and not let anybody know what's happening. Um, so I'll, I promise to get better at that. But the uh, Gillespie County uh, Republican uh, Club or party, um, not necessarily the same, are having this um, candidate forum tonight. And among the ten questions, one of them I think is the most finely crafted questions, uh, trick questions I have ever read. Um, and uh, so, and the sad thing is that the five candidates who replied, um, <laughs> none of them. Uh, none of them took the bait. In fact, what that means to me is it tells me um, that none of the five candidates understand the Constitution of the United States at all. And these are people, so that means when it comes to the city council in Fredericksburg, you do not really have a choice of a constitutional conservative. Now, let me tell you why. Because of trick question this trick question, I'm going to read it to you. Let's see. I'm scrolling down trying to find it. Um, where is that trick question? It's on here. They had questions about the budget. They have a question about the roles and qualifications of city council members, uh, community voice and city participation gaps, uh, government overreach, constitutional rights, declaration of a disaster. Question number nine. So here's the question. 
and uh, it comes with a it comes preloaded, which makes it even trickier. It says the city of Fredericksburg disaster declaration for COVID nineteen was kept in place until about this time last year, apparently waiting for the governor to rescind his monthly declaration. There was regional after-action report for the COVID disaster. However, it has not been done for our city. So there was a regional after-action report. I'm, I'm going off the question here, going to say it again. There was a regional after-action report for the COVID disaster. In other words, a form, some paperwork, and it says, however, it has not been done for our city. Um, so the question is, have you made yourself aware of the regional uh, report? Um, would you advocate that the city and county prepare an after-action report of its own? And how do you think we should uh, react differently if another pandemic occurs? Aye. Now, what's so tricky about that, Mr. Long? Because each and every constitutional conservative without even thinking twice, should immediately be able to say that when any government, when any government, whether it be the federal government, the state state government, the local government, the county government, the city government, however you want to do it, if any government takes away one of your basic fundamental rights, like the right to assemble, there's no after-action report for that. The answer to this question should have been, there's no need for an after-action report. There should have never been a lockdown. The violation of your First Amendment right, which every city council member, along with the mayor and every lawyer that's in there, held their right hand up and swore an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America Maybe we needed to add, maybe we need to, to uh, renew that oath um, and, and add on there, you know, swear to uphold the Constitution of America, defend it from all, uh, you know, uh, I- internal and external threats, and uh, especially uh, that bit about, um, you know, freedom to assemble. Um, we're we're going to pay attention to that. The city of Fredericksburg, the county, the, the state... These guys, now listen, I know the, the, the Governor Abbott said it was you didn't have to do this if you didn't want to, um, but the city of Fredericksburg, they didn't hesitate at all to take away your Tenth Amendment right, your First Amendment rights. They didn't hesitate one stinking bit. And so this trick question, I'm assuming, was designed to see if you could trick them into saying that they would do something different or that they would... And they all fell for it. They all talked about the form and the paperwork and and all of that, the after-action report. One of them said he hadn't heard it, but I'm going to look at it and and, and I'm going to get together with the emergency manager coordinator. Um, Here we go. Randy Briley says that would provide us a rear-view mirror perspective on what we did and did not do. Uh, Sharon Joseph said the COVID-19 pandemic Oh, by the way, that's not all of what they said. That's a little bit of what they said. Um, She says uh, the the COVID-19 pandemic created an extraordinary public health challenge requiring state, local, public health agencies and their partners to amount emergency responses amid ever. And now you read through, and there's nothing on there about the First Amendment. Bobby Watson wasn't even aware of the after-action report, and he hadn't discussed it, had not discussed it, um, he says, with any disaster, including those that uh, necessitate 
a uh, declaration the city should always examine ways to improve and plan for future disasters. <laughs> Bobby didn't say anything about, hell no, we cannot tell our people to not assemble. Timothy Ellis Riley says, um, we should gather and form all the information we can in order to better to be better prepared for as many scenarios uh, as possible. There will be another panic and uh, he wants more money, more resources, but he did uh, not say anything about we don't have a right to take the uh, um, uh, your right to assemble away. Let's see. Charlie Keeney says he has researched the COVID-19 after-action report from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and other resources. For example, the city may want to consider this may be helpful in the tool in case of another pandemic. And then he says one of the most important aspects of the council is to ensure the safety and health of our citizens who we serve. Not a single one of those, not a single one of those candidates saw the trickery in that question. Not a single one of them saw that the true answer to that question, to anybody who believes in a constitutional republic in the first ten amendments to the Bill of Rights, anybody that believes any of those automatically the answer is are you kidding the city the city council shut all us down unconstitutionally took away our rights to assemble created tattletale tools we're not ever going to do anything like this again period we don't need no stinking after action report we need to follow the constitution from here on out so congratulations to the well-worn well-written trick question I don't know. Maybe there's another way to look at that question, but we need to take a short break right now, and I'll be right back to wrap up the Thursday edition of the Matt Long Show. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Matt Long Show. I'm still Matt Long. And uh, just to uh, a few prayer requests for my wife and I. We're uh, going to be on the road a lot uh, this uh, over the weekend. Um, in fact, and I haven't said this over the radio, but I, probably one of the most exciting events I have ever um, had I've been thinking about um, you know, back in the day when, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin was coming to town or Pink Floyd and I had my tickets and there's that excitement about that. I'm going to an event this uh, Friday and Saturday that it outshines every single concert I ever went to. And my excitement for it is bigger than every con- uh, everything I've ever done at, uh, where I had a ticket and I couldn't wait for it to happen. All right. You know what? Maybe my ticket to Hawaii a couple of years ago, last year, that may, I have may been anticipating that a little bit more. But um, there is a workshop um, up in uh, uh, up in um, Las Colinas this weekend. Um, it's Friday and Saturday. It was designed for a very small number of people. Um, I'm not sure that there's going to be more than a couple of hundred people there. I know the tickets sold out in less than an hour. And so that was um, uh, that kind of gives me an idea of how many um, people they're going to let in. But it is with Glenn Beck and um, the and uh, oh his friends David and Tim Barton. 
We're going to be in the uh, what he calls the vault in his museum, and uh, we're going to be taking tours two full days with Glenn Beck and David Barton and Tim Barton in small groups, and um, I, I'm just so excited. I, I'm busting at the seam. We do have a great show lined up for you tomorrow, <clears throat> and um, already, almost already in the can. But let me get back to the candidate forum tonight in Fredericksburg because there is another possibility. Maybe that question number nine was not a trick question. Maybe your Republican leadership in Gillespie County, maybe they think that uh, after action reports with all the details about what we did wrong and what we did right and filling out all that paperwork and then publishing it, that uh, that that would <clears throat> then that way planning ahead for the next time <clears throat> we have a pandemic, a pandemic of phlegm in the throat, maybe <laughs> that uh that uh, we would uh, we would know how better to lock down our uh, citizens, or maybe we would know how to build a better tattletale tool if we discuss all that um, and uh, fill out some uh, paperwork and after action forms, folks. The answer to question number nine and question number nine should have been: Will you ever at any point? Will you ever at any point? take away any of the First Amendment rights of any citizens in Fredericksburg? Will you take away the right to assemble under any conditions ever in Fredericksburg? The way this trick question was written, none of them answered it that way. None of them answered it that way. So congratulations, you got them all out, which means if I were voting in the city council, I wouldn't vote for a single one of these losers. Not a single one of them. And I know some of you like some of those candidates out there. and uh, But I wouldn't vote for a single one of these losers because each and every one of them said, did not say anything about of your First Amendment right to assemble. Not a one of them said anything about it. So you got five candidates that do not realize that you have a First Amendment right freedom to assemble and that cannot be taken away from you they're all running for office so i'm assuming next time we have a pandemic that those people that you're going to vote for for city council they're all just going to shut you down again they're going to lock you in your house they're going to tell you which businesses you can open which businesses can stay closed those are the people that you've got to vote for in fredericksburg city council i'm sick i'm sorry for you but if you go to that forum tonight and you get the opportunity to ask that question, find out. Ask them. Under, will you ever, under any conditions, take away guaranteed constitutional rights of the citizens of Fredericksburg? Get a straight answer from them, folks, because that is tyranny at a local level. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. Pray for those traveling this weekend. We have a great program lined up for you tomorrow. And uh, there you go.